Oh, Daryl, I'm going to tear this one in. It's going in. It's going. It's getting there. It's getting there. Dad, get out of me. Get out of me, Dad. Daddy! Yay! I don't know what we're going to do to... That was a beautiful song. Well, should I, we should do the song, and then at the end of the song, I'll, I'll pull this down. Or you can pull it down if you want. Or we can both pull it down. There's, yeah, there's... both. Yeah, there's two songs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go on, then. What? You do the song. What's that song? And then we're going to do it. Yeah, well, the next bit's got to be... It's got to be unveiled before I do the next bit, right? Yeah. So do the song. It's so exciting. It is. Go on, you do the song, then. You what, the one I just did? Yeah, yeah. Um... Hey! Applause! We have a sign. We do have a sign. It's not just a sign. Uh, uh, should we count it down? Five, four, three, two, one! Ow! That is nice. Look at that. Yeah. I mean it looks doesn't look like much on the old uh, on the old screen there, but No, no it doesn't. We should probably describe what we just did to the people watching this. So we got a new sign, which is replacing the grey on the wall that you didn't see either. And uh yeah, it looks nice. It's pink and it says yeah. Shook One's podcast on it. Yeah, yeah. It's... Um if it had a little pole dancer in the middle, it wouldn't look out of place. I don't think. It does look like the kind of sign that would be on a wall outside of a strip club. It does, yeah. Shook ones as well is, is definitely a strip club game. Yeah. The shook ones. <laughs> you want to see some shaking? <laughs> well, you can't because you're only listening. Oh, some yeah. of you. Yeah, sorry. Daryl just shimmied and wasted it on, you, on your little ears. I'm still doing it. Oh. Bet you wish you were watching this, don't you? Oh, yeah. yeah. Daryl's currently jiggling like a jelly. It was more like gyrating. But like a jelly. <laughs> a gyrating jelly. Yeah, we now have a, we have a light. Yeah. A lovely light. Are we going to put things on top of it? I mean, that could be a show, actually, yeah. We could put cool things. Little, like little. if you bought me some of those um, cause figurines, you know, the <sighs> companions. Cough. That'd be sick. What, if I just buy you some cause companions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just go buy you some of them. I think it's important that you do, because I think it would look really good up here. Okay. That you buy me them. <laughs> and then after each, I'll just take them home and I'll keep them. Yeah. 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 No, I'm not buying you cars figures, you fucking weirdo. Oh, right. Buy your own cars figures. Make more money. No. Be more successful. <laughs> <laughs> then you can buy your own cars figures. One day. One day. One day. It's One... like Blackpool Illuminations. It's not. <laughs> It's like strip clubs, <laughs> illuminations <laughs> at Blackpool. Yeah, I've never been to Blackpool. No, you haven't been at all. Yeah, like literally never been once. Nope. Not to go to the Have, seaside. I haven't stepped foot there. No, never seen. I've never seen the great sands of Blackpool. Not Blackpool Tower. Definitely not that. No. I've never been to the borough of Blackpool. So you can ask me all the things about it, and I still haven't been there. Have you seen Peter Kay's special at the top of the Blackpool Tower? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's almost like you've been there. I mean, yeah. Not quite. 
kind of wish I hadn't after seeing that. <laughs> <laughs> that's good fun. It's a bit silly, but it's all right. I yeah. liked it when I was ten. It makes me laugh. I've it's rewatched still... it in like teen years, and I was like, "Wow, that's shit." Oh, definitely. Like, it, as I'm older, yeah. and I'm much more like highbrow, not literally, <laughs> but like there are parts in it that I find really funny. Like when he's editing himself out for his mum and that, I find that funny. Yeah, I just feel like my comedy taste now is it has to be vulgar. Yeah, same. <laughs> and dark, and someone has to swear. Mm-hmm. And with him, it's more, you know. I'm not bothered about the swearing. I, I find it mega impressive if someone can do a full. You've said this swearing. before, and I just I don't I don't know I don't agree because people like James Acaster don't really swear. Maybe once or twice a. Special. I'm not saying I'm not saying I don't find things funny without swearing, but I sometimes think swearing can enhance a joke. 100%. Yeah, it can. It definitely can. Yeah. yeah, which is why it's more impressive to not have to swear. Mm, touche. Yeah. But with, but with that said, I think it's harder for me to find someone who doesn't swear funny. I think I know what you're saying. I don't know what I'm saying, really. <laughs> Swearing does definitely make stuff funnier. That, that, that's true. Yeah. But you can't use the swearing as a crutch. Sometimes you go to like an open mic or something. And someone will be swearing so much. And you're like, you obviously don't have much material because you're swearing yeah. so hard in it. Yeah. I think you should use your swearing little enough that when you use it, it's got a big punch to it. Yeah, I so agree like, with that. Like, yeah, like James Acaster doesn't really swear much, but when he does, it's big. Yeah, perks your ears off of it. Yeah, it was like Jim Jeffrey swearing is constant, so mm. it doesn't really have the same effect. We have people like Nate Bogazzi, and he's fucking hilarious and doesn't swear at all. Who that is. He's on Netflix. He's probably one of the few comedians that has specials that are like PGs or 12s. Oh, that's probably why I haven't watched it. <laughs> really good, though. Probably really good. Skip. It's very impressive to watch someone do an hour of material without swearing once, especially as someone who swears a good amount. I think I swear more around you. I think because you yeah, swear. Yeah, I swear a lot. I think I tend to match my swearing with how much the person I'm with swearing. No, I just swear a lot. I don't swear loads at home. Unless there's kids present, yeah. I swear in front of my kids. Terrible dad. Yeah, that's that's the measure. That's the, <laughs> the measure. You can't make some noises with your mouth in front of your children. Mm-mm. You're making mm. bad members of society. I don't think so. I obviously don't think that because I swear a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I'm a good member of society. I don't think swearing makes someone a bad member of society. It would in some people's books. Yeah. Crazy people. Yeah, probably. They they would definitely think. Do you swear to your mum? Yeah, I do now. How far do you go, though? I don't drop the C-bomb. Yeah. Everything else, yeah. Funny that, isn't it? I don't drop the C-bomb to my mum either. I do sometimes get to the end of a sentence, and I'm about to say (laughs) it. I'm very ready to say it, and then I go, ah, I was going to drop the C-bomb there, and she'll be like, oh, I'm glad you didn't. Yeah. I'm really glad you didn't. I don't like that word. I just, uh, yeah, I say everything else, fuck shit, all that kind of stuff. But I, I even cut, I keep the fucks to a minimum as well. I keep the fucks to a minimum, but I'm not afraid to say it anymore because mm. she doesn't react. What about grandparents? They're all dead. So you swear at them then? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. had their gravestone. Oh. You fucking shit. <laughs> I don't know why you would do that. I don't do that. <laughs> My grandparents it's disgusting are that you would do that. But They're no. all buried at Blackpool. That's why. <laughs> Never been. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't go see them because they're buried there. <laughs> My family love it there. <laughs> but no, I've never been to Blackpool, ever. And that shocks a lot of people. Every time I told them, yeah, we've been to Blackpool. No, no, I've never been to Blackpool. We went to Scarborough, you see, because I'm from northeast. So, Is that the closest seaside town? No, in the northeast, there's, there's lords in the northeast. There's Redcliffe, Saltburn. Yeah, I've been to both of those. Um, I mean, Whitley Bay, but <laughs> that's, more, but... that's more up north. Yeah, Redcliffe and Saltburn are on my doorstep. But they're not like, they're, they're not like seaside towns. Yeah, they're not, you know those I mean? two aren't like built up, big commercialized yeah. tourist sea towns, are they? They're more Saltburn is Saltburn's nice. It's more of a nice one. I don't, I don't think I've ever been to Saltburn City Centre. I don't know if Saltburn has a city centre. But it's nice houses and then the actual seafront is very small. There's a little pier. It's quite nice. Do you know what I mean? It's low key. Whereas Redka is a bit more. It's got like the two pence machine places and arcades and like charity shops and you know, but more of a town centre. But it's not like Scarborough or Whitby. I think, I think I've been to all of those. We went to. I think it was Saltburn. Yes, you said you walked from fucking. <coughs> yeah, yeah. So Saltburn, Deb said it was going to be. So we're going to walk from Salt. Is it Saltburn to the next one where the pier is, or is the pier at Saltburn? Oh, we walked from one to the other and she was like it should be all right it's only like four miles yeah like, oh sound in my head i was like that's two miles each way and yeah it turned out it was like four and a half five miles each way on sand with three kids yeah fuck that it was mad but like, i was getting tired i was like these kids must be absolutely fucked How many steps like um like seventeen thousand or something eighteen thousand. that's not too bad i got a picture of it on my watch yeah so, uh, on my phone of my watch. Although with that said, when me and Machine go on holiday, we normally average about 20,000 steps a day and we are fucked. Yeah, yeah. If me and Debs go on our own, then we'll do that too. Yeah. Because you go out and investigate in and like we've been to Amsterdam twice and both of those were 20,000 plus each day. Yeah. Just from cruising around. Yeah, you just explore, you walk. Yeah. I like it. I it's like it. good for you, apparently. Apparently. Mm. But I do get tired. My feet hurt. Yeah. What's your shoe of choice for holiday? Because if you're going to be doing that much walking. Weirdly, I go for the most uncomfortable. Um, it depends, because it depends where I'm going and what I'm doing. The thing is, is like, Air Max are probably the most comfortable for me. Mm-hmm. 90s ones. But they're never practical because of the materials. Like, I only have maybe like two pairs of all leather. All the rest are like mesh and suede and this and that. So if there's any kind of dirt or weather to think about, I'm going to wear all leather just to be safe so I ain't got to worry about it. Mm. In which case, all leather is normally Jordan 1s or SBs. So they're the two that I'd go for. SBs are definitely more comfortable. But... Oh, yeah. Like, way more comfortable. But... Yeah, way more comfortable than a Jordan 1. Because surely on a on a 1, like, you're going to be switching halfway through your holiday like you were Michael Jordan wearing them in a game. Yeah. Just take them off on the Saturday evening. Your feet are all bloody. Honestly, most holidays I go on, I always take a Jordan one, just because they're all leather, mm. and I, I find them quite comfortable. Just not for I long walked. walks. I yeah. walk long in a pair. Yeah, yeah, they're not great. I took, uh, I took these ones actually. Weirdly, uh, where, where's the right angle? There you go. Yeah, yeah I took these <laughs> ones, pine green. <laughs> the right angle. Have the back of the bottom <laughs> of the shoe easily identifiable. Yeah, I took the uh, I took these pine greens to Barcelona the first time we went, and it was a full. I think it was eight days. I didn't take anything else. I just took pine greens. 
Man. My feet were battered. <laughs> that's the that's the time I learned do not just wear Jordan ones. So but because we were going for a week, I just thought I'm not gonna fill my suitcase with like another pair of shoes or two more pair of shoes. But then the second time we went, I took three pairs of shoes because I was just, I just thought, yeah, if we're gonna walk around that much. Because Barcelona especially is the kind of place you you don't really do much, you just walk and explore and see mm-hmm. all the little alleys and shit, and that's what's cool about it. So yeah. I would have thought I Jordan one. Like, I'd have thought it slapped like a Vans shoe or like a like a yeah. Converse. They, they, they're definitely similar to Vans and Converse. They are a shoe that once you break them in, but you don't break them in like a doc, like a pair of Doc Martens or something. But you do break them in, and they do become more comfortable and easier to walk in, and you get less blisters and shit like that. But um, yeah, they're still not great for long distances. If you're going to do twenty thousand steps, I wouldn't wear Jordan ones. I don't like the idea of having to break a shoe in. I don't like the idea of buying something that you have yeah. to then do more stuff. Neither do to. I. That's what I'm saying. Like Jordan ones, you don't actually you don't have to break them in. But if you want to if you want to walk long distances, yeah, they they get comfier as time goes on. But obviously, you can wear them straight out of the box and they're fucking comfy as shit for day to day. Whereas Doc Martens, yeah, and Red Wings and stuff like that. That's why I don't own any because I'm just like I just I don't want to too much admin. Yeah, you can't like, you can't buy them and then wear them all the time. That's weird to me. Same with towels. What? Towels. Like, towels don't work when you get them. They're no good when you get them. I swear you've told me this before, and I have no idea what you're talking about. They're no good. If you get a, buy a brand new towel, have a shower, it won't dry you. You have to wash it first. I've never noticed this. The towel has to get wet before it can dry. What? Yeah. Maybe it's because they're, like, maybe starching it or something. Oh, I don't know. Stops it absorbing the water. But yeah, a towel, you have to do the reverse of what it's designed to do to make it do the thing it's designed to do. That's weird. Yeah. I didn't know that. You have to dry a towel before a towel can dry you. This is weird. I'm confused. In a hundred years' time, I'm going to be on some memes <laughs> as like a philosopher. And they're going to be like, man, he, he had some great metaphors. Yeah. You have to dry the towel before the towel can dry you. Yes. I don't know what that's a metaphor for yet. Which is probably where my wisdom's getting lost because I don't really have the the answers for that. Mm. I don't think you're going to be a philosopher. Why? (laughs) (laughs) I just don't think you are. I think you should lower your expectations of of your legacy. Philosopher is not going to be up there, I don't think. Sorry. That's That's my next philosophy, is you should lower your expectations in life. You're not going to be a philosopher like me. I can see that on a t-shirt one day, you're right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. On a background of some clouds. Yeah. Your face. Yeah. No, Cillian Murphy's face. What? Just someone else's face that didn't say it. Oh, Classic right. meme oh stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. I do like those. Mm. It's always like Martin Luther King or yeah. Malcolm X, and it's always a quote that definitely wasn't them. Martin Luther King with a picture of um, Martin Luther Vandross. <laughs> <laughs> Sick. I don't know why I put the Martin on the beginning of it, but... Why not? Why not? Do you take your own towel on holiday with you? No. Just use a hotel towel? Yeah, yeah. I don't understand why you wouldn't. Do you like going on the beach? Actually, let me guess if you like going on the beach. Okay. Why are you eye-rolling me for? (laughs) Why are you being a tick for? Because I'm still talking about towels. Because you started a conversation about towels and hotels. Before I could even finish it, you go, Do you go on the beach? (laughs) (laughs) Tell me about the beach! It's fine. Go on. Okay. Okay. I don't think you're the kind of guy who would go on the beach or in the sea. Why? 
because I don't think you'd like the sand in your crevices. Incorrect. Really? I love the beach, yeah. And I love going in the sea. I haven't been in the sea in a very long time just because we don't go on beach holidays, so I don't go in the English sea. No. You know what I mean? It's cold. It's never hot enough. There's nappies floating about. But I have been in the English sea and I don't mind it. And I've been in foreign seas and it's very nice. Beaches in general, I love. I love beaches. Yeah. You are correct in that I don't like the sand in my crevices, but it doesn't, but I I, I can get past that. Man, there's so much beach, beach stuff that I don't like. Yeah? I don't like being barefoot in the sea. I don't like the feel of the seaweed under my feet. Oh, I love all of that. Oh, grim. No, I genuinely love that. I don't like having sand on me, like, at all. Yeah, that's that's the bit I don't like. Dry sand, I don't like. Like, wet sand, I don't mind. Mm. I don't. I like walking on wet sand with bare feet. Yeah, I, I like, like walk, Yeah, I'll do that. And that's like, nice. And I like walking into the sea and then feeling it sink. I like that. Yeah, I like that, Finn. I don't like it when you walk out and you're wet and then you get all the dry sand stuck to yeah, you. Yeah, I hate that, yeah. Because then you rub a towel on you and then there's extra friction. And, like, I just end up with, like, sore gutters. Gutters. Gutters, yeah. So I need some talc. I do need some talc. It'd be yeah. better than sand. <laughs> but yeah, gutters. Yeah, that's, like, that's how you get sand off, off everything. You just talc it. Talc the sand. Did you not know that? Well, you have sand on you and you put talc and powder. You So if you've got... Say if you've stood in the sea and yeah. you've walked on sand, so you, your feet are all sandy and covered in shitty sand and you have to like brush it all off and you can't get those last little bits, just get talc and just literally rub it all over your foot and the sand just goes, whoop, falls off. I've never heard this before. Yeah. So you put more dry shit on that dry shit. It sounds weird, but it fully works. Like it just, the sand just comes off. Like if say if you've got fucking loads of dry little sand in between your toes, that you have to like really scrub out with a towel. Mm-hmm. Just literally rub talc in there, and it'll just rub off as you're rubbing the talc in. It'll all just fly off. I've never heard this before. Yeah, because it sounds completely counterintuitive. Yeah, but it's a thing. Nice. It's a thing to the point that my mum always brought talc to the beach. Always. Mad. She used to make talc socks. <laughs> what? That's not the way you're thinking. A talc's. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm imagining you've got a sock and you've filled it with talc. Yep, that's exactly what it is. And then you put your foot in there. No. You bang it on your foot. Of course. I don't know why. I don't know why it's a thing. We could have just took the bottle of talc. But I suppose it's like, say if you've got a bottle of talc like this big, like mm. a litre, I don't know, what, do, do they do litres or grams? I don't know. Big bottle of talc. You can put a little bit in a sock, just tie it in a knot, put it in your bag. And then you can bang it on your foot. I've never heard of this before. Pro tips for the beach. I'm sure, to be fair, the, the sock talc might be a weird one. But I'm, I, loads of people have heard, have heard of putting talc on your feet for sand. Yeah. I assume. We'll, we'll find out, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah, we can do a poll. We'll find out. Yeah. yeah. I don't mind if I lose this one, because whatever. Yeah, because it's fucking weird. <laughs> but it's a good hack. It is. Sandy feet, put some yeah. talc on. Put Boom. Put some talc in a sock. Yeah. I thought people from your way put, like, pool balls in a sock or something. It looks exactly like that. <laughs> yeah, it looks exactly... Maybe that's why my mum did it. Just gently flogging. Maybe she just put those two together, like... Ooh! <laughs> instead of taking the whole bottle, I'll just put it in like a pool ball. Nice. And then hit someone in the face with it. <laughs> like antique. Imagine that, like, swinging it, and someone's like, Oh, God, she's going to hit me with a pool ball! <laughs> oh, it's just talc. <laughs> <laughs> I look like a crime scene being dusted for prints. <laughs> I could taste talc now. <laughs> Man, I used to love antiquing on a jackass. What? 
Remember antiquing where they were like, they would just get a big handful of talc and slam it in someone's face, usually no. while they were sleeping. So they would wake up and their face is all covered in talc and it would go in their eyes. No, that sounds them. pretty mean. Yeah, it is. Have you not seen Jackass? It's not the friendliest of things. Yeah. But I always I like the things where they were mean to themselves. Even as a kid, I was I always thought, oh, that's a bit a bit mean. A bit harsh on Aaron McGee. I always I always right. thought Bam and his dad was just boring. Just weird. As a as a teenager, I thought he's got ADHD and he needs to chill the fuck out. Yeah, I, I don't think that's how that works. You can't just tell someone to well, chill. Well, no, but like he's got something wrong with him. And he needs to stop hitting his parents. Like, that's what I thought. I was just like, <laughs> fucking weird, man. I never found that shit funny. I just thought it was strange. But, Square. All right, sorry. <laughs> I like the bits where they're like, you know. It's a good list. Maybe I don't like Jackass. <laughs> oh, that's weird. I definitely do, because I've watched all of them, and I think they're funny. But there's always some skits where I'm where I just yeah yeah. Mm. I do think they pick on Aaron McGee a little bit too much sometimes. Don't know which one that is. Uh, the one that it, they dressed him up as a terrorist and put him in a taxi in the I want to say third one. I don't remember. It could be the second. But they they shave all their pubes off and then stick them to his face, so he's got like a beard oh. made of pubes. Nice. Yeah. See this? Yeah, it doesn't sound mean. That's what I was saying. I was saying it's not very nice to him. It's not very nice, no. But some of the shit's fucking great. Yeah, yeah. One of my favorite ones, and it's so simple, is the one, I think it was in the last one, is where Steve-O has, it's literally just a, uh, a baseball on a piece of, like a piece of metal. Yeah, yeah. That sw- swings, and he gets like a really heavy hit of baseball, I think it was a woman, to bash it into his balls. And I remember at the beginning, the fair bit was just that he just went, hi, I'm Steve-O, and I'm going to hit this ball into my balls. And then he was just like, oh, why have I got to be Steve-O? <laughs> it's, just, it's just like so fucking good. Why does he have to be Steve-O? Because he does always do the most horrible shit. Yeah, he does like the craziest stuff, doesn't he? Yeah. Surely he gets paid the most out of all of them. Probably not. He does some some of the nastiest shit he does. Like, yeah, I wonder if there is a contract of like time and... Do you reckon they're paid you... per like... Yeah, that's stunt. what I mean. Per stunt, per time on screen, or whether they all get paid evenly. Yeah, that'd be shit if they all got paid evenly. Yeah, because Steve O definitely does some of the worse and horrible like shit. Like, you'd look at Wee Man and be like, you just get dressed up every now and then. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. But when he's skateboarding in an outfit, like that panda outfit and stuff, is brilliant. Oh, it's great, but it's not like bullfighting or getting hit in the balls. Or... He's been in the bullfighting ones. Has he? Yeah, the bullfighting topsy turvies in that. Oh no, I think he's just running around in the clown outfit for it, isn't he? I can't remember. Before per- we started talking about Jackass, we could have watched them really recently. So yeah, it was all really memorable. But as per usual, that. your memory is a lot better than mine. Now I fucking loved Jackass when I was growing up. It was like my favourite shit. Yep, I watched know. it all the time. And Mighty Boosh. CKY loved CKY. Friends. Well, we're just listing things that I liked as a child. <laughs> Because you memorize them and repeat them all the time. It annoys the fuck out of me. Yeah. Matt, Deb's got me the other day in a fucking whirlwind of a trap. I was well annoyed. And she could see I was getting... She knows just how to fuck with me. Okay. Which is, find something really obscure that I should know all of it to. And then just dangle a bit in front of me. And then it fucks me up. 
It's something I need to figure out why this happens. So we were joking about watching something, and for some reason, Postman Pat came up. Right. And she went, Postman Pat, Postman Pat. And I was like, Postman Pat and his black and white cat. And then I was just stuck for ages trying to work out what all the words <laughs> were to the theme. I was like, oh, early in the morning, just as day is dawning. And she could just watch me getting more and more annoyed as I couldn't get further than that in the song. And then I got the really, I got the end bit. What's Which, the end bit? Um, I don't know anything after early oh, in the morning. You're fucking me up now. Now it's going to do it again. Now I'm going to spiral all day. Why don't you just Google it? No. Oh. No, because that ruins things. All right. The way I, this, this is my theory. I don't know if this is, it's not my theory. I probably heard it from somewhere else. <laughs> and I'm going to repeat it really badly. Okay. My idea is that your memory, <coughs> look, I almost died. Your memory is always in there. But the pathways to get to those memories get like blocked or stopped. And the way that you reconnect those is by remembering it yourself and it reopens that pathway. Nah, I don't agree. Because what's the difference between that and then like just Googling it and then seeing it and then remembering it that way? Because I don't think that reopens the the memory, like a muscle memory kind of situation where you're trying to find it. But I think it would because you're seeing it again. The only reason you remember it is because you watched it a lot when you were a kid. Therefore, it's just repetition of seeing it and seeing it and seeing it and seeing it. So if you're just seeing it again, you're repeating that process, which means in 10 years' time when you need to remember it again, instead of referring to it as a kid, you might refer to the time that you Googled it. Interesting. Hmm. Like all of our knowledge is via reading and and watching and repetition repetition is how you remember things and how you learn things it's always repetition yeah so if you're repeating the learning process you know again via google instead of a book it's still you're still learning you're still reading you're still taking in information and then putting it in the back of your head and remembering it and you're saying that you'd create a new frame of reference to remember it from rather than having to remember a really old one yeah whether it's knock ring Letters through your door. Doom, doom, doom. Postman, pet. Postman. There's a mention of Is that the beginning of the song? That's the end. Oh, right. I am so confused then. I genuinely thought you were like quoting something that I had no idea. Well, that's exactly what was happening. I'm still working on the Postman, pet. Oh, for God's intro, yeah. Postman, pet. Postman, pet. Postman, pet. And it's black and white cat. Early in the morning. Just as day is dawning. Postman, pet. Uh, Fuck right, little right, black right. and white cat. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's always at school there was everyone every school had a little dirty ending for it. Yeah. Postman Pat is up and driving in his van. Everybody knows his broad red van. What? Oh, God's sake. Maybe you can never be sure whether it's not ring. Letters through your door. I don't remember that at all. In my head, it goes postman pa, postman pa, postman pa. Black my car early in the morning, just as day is dawning. But a better, 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 That's it. Pat has a head that's shaped just like a twat. That's what yeah. I remember. I remember it just fading out there. What's all that shit you're singing? With? All the other verses and stuff. There's other verses. Yeah. Wow, my memory of postman Pat is bad. How the fuck are we talking about postman Pat? I don't know. Oh yeah, because I was saying that it's how. Deb's knows that it gets me, and honestly, I spent like twenty minutes just spiraling trying to remember what it was. Well, I can see you spiraling now because we talked about it for a good five minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
And it, I could absolutely just go on YouTube, yep. look at the intro, yep. and then be like, cool, I know all the words again. It's all clicked back in place. Well, there you go. But where would the fun be in that? You don't look like you're having fun. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> you look stressed. Oh, genuinely, this makes me really stressed. I know what you're on about. Cause, in a good stress. Because me and Machine do it occasionally where it's the same thing. Some it'll get triggered and then we have to try and remember it. But after a while, we do just, one of us will give in and just, oh, this is going to go. Mm. Opposed to sitting there stressing. Like, we probably sit there for a lot less time than you do. No, I sat there for, for us, it's maximum maybe a minute to two. Deb's just smiling at me the whole time that this is happening with me. We're still having a conversation and I'll just randomly outburst, like I've done today, just randomly outburst another line that I've come up with. <laughs> just fucking Google it. What, now? <laughs> no, not now. <laughs> yeah. We've talked about Postman Park for long enough. I don't want to Google Longer it. than anyone else ever has. I mean, I doubt that. There's a kid out there right now who's screaming Postman Park. <laughs> just all How do they not know the fucking words? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean watching this. I just meant in the populace. There's a child. Yeah, probably. Who just talks about Postman Park 24-7. 100%. Of <clears throat> and that child is probably 26, 27 years old. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Called Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> I was never a big fan of Portsmouth Park, to be honest. What are you doing? There's a little bit there. Daryl's currently scratching our perfectly good sign that has a little, a little bit. We should have cleaned this up before, shouldn't we, really? Yeah, so it wasn't as... Little, to, yeah, it's a lot of little bits. A little something on there. I'm guessing oh. you went on... Li- oh, my. You fucked the sign. I'll just I'll rub that back. It's fine now. It's, I'll rub it back Half over. an hour of that sign being good to go, and it's got a fucking hole in it. Shoddy workmanship. Yeah, because you picked a hole in it. No, but the, the thing was there, and I just picked it more, but now I've pushed it back. I guess that's just something we've got to live with. Your little... mum never tell you not to pick shit? Um, no. Oh, it's a little scar. And now you've scarred our sign and the podcast. It's all scar. Oh, now. you're on about picking scabs. Yeah, she did tell me not to pick scabs. Yeah. One of her other life hacks. Don't pick scabs. <laughs> How many times did you go on beach holidays for her to have this amazing fucking sock ball trick? Uh, we went to Scarborough every year. Every year without fail. Until I was about 14, I think I stopped going. 15. Yeah. Every single year. Fucking hell, that has a lot of Scarborough. Yep. And oh, we'd always do Whitby as well. Not every time, but I'd, I'd, when I was a kid, we'd always do a day or two in Whitby. Yeah. Your hair at 14 years old would have fitted into Whitby very well, wouldn't it? Yes. Those black curtains. Good story about Scarborough. Um, when I was 13 and I was going through my... That was my emo phase. That was just before. This was more like Bullet of Valentine phase. Mm-hmm. Like I was, I was more kind of goth, metal-ish. Um, I got my ears pierced for the first time. So we went along to King Arthur's. Do you know King Arthur's? No. Oh, great studio. That's where my dad got all of his tattoos. It's where Nick Mays and Costa Dan worked before they moved to that new shop. Didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, King Arthur's been there. Well, obviously, my dad got all his tattoos there. It's been there for, I want to say, since the 80s, 70s, maybe. Um, but yeah, so they did, they did piercing. So when I was 13, I went along. I wanted my ears pierced. My parents were like, yeah, cool. So we'll, it was like a very YOLO decision. Like, oh, we'll just go get them done at King Arthur's. They, they've got a gun. So we went along, got my ears pierced. Well, basically, what happened was they took me in the back, and then it was a gun. It wasn't a a needle. Obviously, as a thirteen, as an adult, I'm like, no, you don't get you don't get piercings with guns, guys. Don't do that. It's bad. It's bad for you. Just get a nice little needle, proper piercer, 
this wasn't that situation. It was a gun. So they pierced my ears with the gun. And basically, I had lobes that were so fat, they couldn't put the jewelry on. So you know, do you know how a piercing gun works? Uh, does it have the back? Does it like slam the actual jewelry through? So you literally, yeah. So if you use a sharp piece of jewelry, it's got like a back plate, yeah, and then it's got a gun mechanism, yeah. You load your jewelry into that, and then it just goes bang. But then you put the the backing of the butterfly. It's because it's a butterfly jewelry, isn't it? On the little shit. Yeah, yeah. You put the back of that on the uh, on the this back plate, and then it just clips it together through your ear, which is obviously very painful. Yeah. Really stupid way to do it. Um, so they did this, but basically because my lobes were too fat, it pierced it, but then the jewellery, the back couldn't get on. It was too fat. Mm. The the butterfly clasp wouldn't clasp. So the woman then obviously took it out. Like She did it, and then it was like, oh, it's not, it's not clicked. And she was like, I'll just take it out. She threaded it through and then tried to click the back on, but like she said, there was literally like two millimetres of jewelry sticking out and she just said i can't do anything with that like there's nothing we can do my dad was like have you not got like any other jewelry and she's like no nah, just that like we've got loads of different types but it's all butterfly so there's nothing we can do about that sorry uh they didn't charge us and they're just like yeah sorry about that it was all good so then my dad walked me down to the seafront and was like well you got a fucking hole in your ear so we're putting something in it and then <laughs> proceeded to walk around the seafront at all the little golf shops and like look at like the belly bars and stuff because obviously belly bars are way longer so we bought a belly bar and my dad was like we'll just put that in your ear it'll be fine it'll be sound so then we went back to the the hotel and then my dad proceeded to force this belly bar through my ear um which obviously as someone who's worked in tattoo shops i know for a fact that butterfly piercing gun jewelry is i think 0.6 or 0.8 and belly bars normally start at 1.2 1.6 so even if this was the best case, he was still pushing something through that was at least five to six, not point five to six millimeter bigger than the piercing hole that I'd already started to close up a bit because <laughs> we'd walked around Scarborough for a couple of hours before I go back to the hotel. So in my hotel room, he was just jamming this thing through my fucking ear. <laughs> and I was like, ah, like I was dying. It was horrific. And he was like, just stay still. Oh, just stay still. And he just like popped, eventually just like popped it through. I remember it just going like, like ripping through my fucking ear. And then he screwed the ball on him and was like, there you go. You've got an ear piercing. And I was like, hey, really happy. And then a week later, I had a horrendous infection. My ear was like fucking this big. It was... <laughs> I remember specifically like about a week later looking in the mirror and it was like, it was about double size. So it was big, bright red. The jewelry had like, obviously there was a nice little push room when we first did it. The yeah. jewelry had became flush on both sides. So I just thought, well, this is fucked. And I remember taking the jewellery out and then puss just going, oh. and I remember squeezing it and it just, blah, 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 like draining to fuck. Oh. I remember showing my dad and he was like, yeah, well, that didn't work. <laughs> After your dad took you to a hotel room and tore you a new hole. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> That's all he did. Fond like memories. Oh, Daryl, I'm going to tear this one in. <laughs> It's going in. It's going. It's getting there. It's getting there. Dad, get out of me. Get out of me, Dad. Daddy. Stop. Oh, it's through. Oh. Well, thank you, you, Dad. Got your ear pierced now, son. <laughs> Firm knock on the hotel door. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. What are you doing? I was just trying to penetrate my son. 
I was just trying to make his hole bigger. <laughs> and now it's all torn and ruined. I hope he doesn't get an infection. <laughs> his hole is very swollen. <laughs> okay, that's enough horrible things about my <laughs> I I've never heard of someone having fat lobes. That's... I had very fat lobes. So fast forward three years, like after that I was a bit scarred. So I, well... As in physically and emotionally. Yeah, genuinely, I, I just thought I'll, I'll leave ear piercings for now. Um, I'll wait till I can get them done with a proper needle, which mm-hmm. you have to be 16 for. So fast forward three years, I go to a piercing shop, I get my ears pierced properly. It all goes fine that time. But they also went, you have really fat lobes. And I was like, oh, thank you, I guess. And they did They did say, like, you want to stretch these? And I was like, yeah. And they said, well, you're going to have a great time because these are huge. Like the guy that was doing it said, you could easily get to you know, 60, 70 mil if you wanted to. Very easily. Like, without being careful. Like that? Yeah. I did stretch Like them. a... Like, for no one who can't see this shit. Like a Red Bull can? Uh, no, a Red Bull can's about, like, an inch and a half. Barely anything. Like a thin Red Bull can. A normal, like, Coke can is about 60 mil, I think. Is it? Yeah. Canal. I got mine to 50. That's good uh, going. I only ever got mine to, like, 22, I think. Pussy. Yeah, try hard. Like my ears kept splitting. So did mine, but because I had fat lobes, it was I could kind of just go with it. Yeah, I think mine was just impatience. Every time they got like a few couple weeks in, I'd be like, "Nah, I'm gonna stretch it more." And That's yeah, I did the myself. taping method, so I was constantly stretching. Every yeah, I did the you know the the small ones you get off eBay with the they go oh, thicker the tapers. The tapers, yeah, 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 they're terrible. Yeah. They're terrible because you can't, you can't be patient. You have to like fucking jam them through. And yeah, you have it. to get it straight through, and it's fucking horrible. Yeah, not the best way to do it. And that's why my ears are all split now and look like little cats' anuses, don't they? Yeah. Yours are all nice and sewn up now. Yeah. Do they sew them to the side of your face, or were they like that already? What do you mean? Your ears are attached to the side of your face. What the fuck? Are right. You so about? like my lobes. See these little danglers. Yeah. They're not really like attached to. My face, are they? Like yeah. the lobe dangling. Yeah. And then there's like a gap there. Here. Yeah. You also don't have that. They're just attached to your face. Yeah, yeah. They don't have the, the, the dip anymore. Did they ever? Were they ever like just nice little flappy yeah, lobes? Humongous lobes, yeah. I've just told you. I've... But they're attached to your face. Yeah, but that's because I had to get them reconstructed. What, they sewed them to the side of your face? No, they cut out the skin and then that's how they do it. I, would, I thought they just cut... There, stay there, yeah, and then just sewed it all up together. No, they can't do it that way. So, do they cut it and then sew it to your face? No, they cut a triangle out from the very top of the hole. Yeah, they cut the whole thing and then they saw this side to this side. Right, okay. So, yeah, you do have to have it like this, you don't have the option of having a, a nice normal lobe again, right? Because okay. people are born with lobes like this. It's, it's called something, I can't remember. is dickhead. It's called something. There's that's no Ricky. There's two space. types of lobe. There's, I remember on fucking MySpace there was there was the like a fucking stupid thread thing going around where it was like, oh, if you have lobes like this, it's because your parents did this or something like that. It was fucking dumb. For the attached for the attached one, yeah, they yeah. were seen as like you know stupid. Twatters is from a Ricky Gervais thing. I can't think what it's from now, but it says that someone's got twatters because <laughs> they're attached to the side. And now I notice it all the time. So can you still put stuff through your ears? 
What do you mean? Is there a hole there at all? No. It's fully nothing. So you couldn't put just a tiny earring through. There's not even a tiny hole there. Nothing, no? No. Sawn off. Fully? Yeah. Oh, I just assumed there would be what the fuck? room to put what? stuff Why? through. Well, no, because that would defeat the purpose of getting them sawn off to be closed. Why would you leave a hole? For Big Papa to come through again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes no sense. Why would you do that? I don't know. Silly boy. I didn't know you had to be 16 to use a needle either. Because I, when I got um, one of the kids' ears pierced, I just used a, they, they used a needle. Because I specifically yeah. went to someone who was going to use a needle to do it. Some, some counties allow parental supervision. Oh, needle, right. For, for a needle one. Some counties, point blank one. It's like, it's similar to Tatiran in that some counties, regardless of if you're a disposable shop, you need to have an art. Like some counties will say, you have to have an art clip mm. and two sinks. You have to. And they won't listen to you. Like Birmingham is like that. Every shop has to have an art clip and two sinks. Otherwise, you won't get signed off. Whereas yeah. some counties, they understand that disposable is now a thing and that you don't need that. Yeah, I'd have thought they would have been all like the Birmingham way, regardless if you were disposable or not. No, some, I'd have thought. Yeah, most of them are. Like, most counties are fucking idiots and they don't understand how disposable works. Mm. So then you panic when you try to explain it to them. But, um... Fair enough. Some counties are sound with it. Some some places are like, oh, yeah, that's fine. As long as you've got black powder and fucking uh, disposable grips, we're fine. But, um... And then on the other hand... Some some counties allow parental supervision for Pearsons, some do not. Oh, right, okay. Which then means in those counties where they don't allow it, you have to go to Claire's Accessories and get your fucking a butterfly thing punched through your fucking ear. That's a great idea. Looks rough. Yeah. I was thinking this I was thinking this the other day. I was in Asda, because in my Asda there's a Claire's Accessories. And I, I it just suddenly hit me. and I, I, It's something that obviously has always been a thing, but they always, they always put the piercing thing in the window, don't they? Yep. And I thought, like, that's insane. Yeah. Like, who proposed that as an idea? Like, oh, so we're going to do piercings now. Let's put the chair in the window where the person going through a painful experience has zero privacy. Yeah. I just think that's They're mental. all like that as well, aren't they? Yeah, I know. Yeah. I clicked, like, as I walked past, and I just thought, that's that's a bit bit crazy it's crazy because they mostly pierce children as well yeah and you've got to do it in front of the whole shop yep to a window and passes by outside. yeah and with a method that's not very nice yeah or hygienic yeah by someone who's barely trained well yeah well not trained at all no <laughs> they're never trained spoiler alert i don't know what you have to to do to become a claire's accessories piercer i don't either but i know it's very little I've heard from other piercers that it's very little. I think it's not even a course. It's like a video. You watch a video, they tell you how to clean the gun and use the gun, and you're good to go. Man, every time you say gun, it makes me just... But it's, it, it, yeah, I would agree, but it's, there's no other... It is a gun. It's a piercing gun. Yeah. yeah. It's not like tattoo gun. <laughs> Anytime people say it, though, I just nod along. Nice tat gun, bro. <laughs> yeah, I never really call people out on that though. If they're just gonna say it, I'm just like, yeah, whatever. I, I definitely call people on it. <laughs> I just I call people on it because I don't want them to say it over and over. I want them to know that it's that, that most of us do not like it. Yeah, that's a good point. That's fair. I don't like shame them. <laughs> I don't go, 
Shut the fuck up, Saint Hyugun, you dickhead. I don't I don't say that. You stupid, ignorant what piece a of fucking shit. idiot. You're in my shop and you don't know what it is! It's my, my first time. Ta- ta- Shut up! But so- you will learn the rules! <laughs> I saw it on Reddit. It was called Fuck Reddit! <laughs> <laughs> That's what that's what I do to to people with the first tattoos. <laughs> it's so like the whole of the your tattooing process usually is quite quiet and friendly and to yourself for the most part. <laughs> they go machine and then you, no, that's enough. Just lose your shit. Out yeah. Of it. Oh, that's beautiful. That would be quite hilarious for for me and you, but no one else. I think Adam would just be like, "What's going on? Why are you screaming? <laughs> Why are you louder than me somehow?" <laughs> Why have we swapped places? <laughs> what? Why is it that so many people went to Scarborough to get tattooed? It seems like every all the older mean? generation, every time you hear like an older person say they got tattooed, it be always I was on Scarborough Beach and thought I'm going to go in and get a tattoo and then go back in the seawater after. Because of King Arthur's. Is that what it is? King Arthur's. Because of that one shop. King Arthur's is a very established shop in the north. Oh. Because like, like, he's been around. Obviously, I can't say it's factual. But it's definitely like the 80s. My dad got tired there in the 80s, so I think he was around the 70s. He maybe opened it. By King Arthur? Yeah, King Arthur. That's his... That was the title of his name. The guy that owned it, King Arthur. Sword Obviously, I don't know his name. Was Sword and the Stone guy. Arthur something. What was his name? No, not Sword and the Stone, you dickhead. Arthur Sword Remover. Dan would know. If I, oh, I can't remember now. Arthur something. But yeah, Arthur, King Arthur, he owned it. And then I think his son took over. And then I think his son sold it. I don't know. It's still there now, but it's mm. changed massively now. It's not the same kind of flash shop kind of thing. But yeah, a lot of older people, like our dad's age, got tattooed there because it was a very well-established shop. Because obviously back in the 80s, you know, shops were very limited. Very, very limited. Like London had a lot. Although they had 10. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 10 good ones. But then, yeah, every other, like, you know, there was no shops in Stockton, really, like, or Borough. I think there was one in Borough, in I think the one of Scorpios has been out for a very long time. I think that's shut now. But that was the nineties, I think maybe. I'm not sure. But yeah, in the eighties, shops were very few and far between, and King Arthur was a very well known one. Yeah. Well, the, that would make sense. In the north, you'd go on your Holly Bobs, you'd get a cheeky little tie. <laughs> Holly Bobs. Holly Bobs. Another mumsy classic, is it? Do you not go on your Holly Bobs? <laughs> I've never said Holly Bobs. <laughs> never. No. No, I couldn't bring myself to do it. Yeah, I love me holly bobs. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking fat lobes and your holly bobs. Can't wait to go on my next holly bobs. Have you got any holidays booked? Yeah, I'm going to Paris three fucking times this year. <laughs> <sighs> belly. You love a bit of belly? What? Oh, Paris you say Paris? Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. No, I fucking hate Paris. I genuinely can't stand it. Oh, I've been yeah. once and it was once too many. I don't think I've ever been outside of like going to Disneyland. Oh, I've been a bit. I've been to Disneyland twice prior, but I've been to Paris and Disneyland once. I've definitely never seen the Eiffel Tower. Shite. Yeah, tall tower. Don't go. Don't go. Do not go up it. Do not go up it. It's not worth it at all. If if you go to Paris, go look at it. Get a fucking selfie. You know you're going to. But do not go up it. Point blank. It's fucking shit. It's just queues all the way up. We went at a quiet time. Like, it was foggy. 
you know what I mean? Nobody was dying to go to the top to get a photo. Mm. People were just going to the top to just be like, oh, we've been to the top. Like That's what everyone was doing. Um, it was foggy. It was shit. Uh, there was queues constantly. And then the people, people are just rude. The tourists are rude. French people. And French people seem generally rude, yeah. Obviously, I can't say every French person is rude, but a lot of them are fucking the really ones you came rude. Into contact. Oh yeah, I've been to like you know I've been to America, I've been to Spain, Italy, Africa, um, Africa's a whole Amsterdam, country. Prague. Where in Africa? Morocco. That's a whole. Country. I went when I was sixteen, so I wasn't tattooed, but I still I had piercings, I had stretched ears. People were fine. Oh, you were saying it was France? Was it France that you were on the? Tube or the underground. Yep. yep. Multiple times that happened. What are you referring to, obviously? Yep. No one else knows this, by yeah, the way. I know, I know. Um, so people would stare at me and talk about me very clearly. Like they would be pointing at my, like they would point at their necks and say to their friends, like, oh my God, have you seen, like, I could see that. And they would point at me, make eye contact and go, like, have you seen that guy's tattoos? Obviously, I couldn't hear them, but this is what they're doing. And they go like, oh, no, no. They'd shake their heads and be like, no, that's fucking... And I'll be looking at them like, the fuck? <laughs> like, what? And they'd just be like, ugh, no. But at this point and that happened well, multiple fucking times. Did they know you weren't French? No. Well, you don't look Genuinely French, not. But... I, no, they, they, honestly, I don't, no, they didn't know. Because I wasn't talking. Me and Machine were just getting the tube. Just oh, I'm on your romantic getaway, so you don't talk to each other. Yeah, yeah. When we're on the tube, we don't talk. Do you talk when you're on the tube? No, I just put my headphones in and ignore my girlfriend, like you do. I don't do that, but we don't <laughs> we don't talk. Like if we do talk, we talk very quietly as well. We're not one of those annoying cunts who's like, "Ah, oh, what should we do tonight?" Oh. <laughs> Why did you put on a fake British accent for it? I don't know. It just what came should up. we do tonight then? I just hate loud people. Oh, I got the train yesterday and this fucking Hindu got on. And I was just like, oh, just die. I wanted the train to derail. <laughs> they were so loud. The worst bit was that it was me and Dan and we were sat on a table across from each other. And then they sat on that table there. But then their part, there was a party of seven or eight. Mm. So they were on a table there and then the other one sat further back. But they were communicating with each other. Oh man! And like a bit of me wanted to get up and offer them the table, but they were being so loud and obnoxious that I obviously, in principle, fucking just stayed in my table and was like, Argh! "So you chose to have a worse time than you could have had." Yeah, out of principle, through because they were because they were cunts. Yeah, that is cutting part yeah. of your lobe off to spite your face. Yep. And Dan was Dan was sat across from me, and he was like, he just kept on talking at me. And I was get I was having like a bad time. I was like freaking out, just like oh Jesus Christ, because there's so much noise. It like just overstimulates me. Um, so he was just talking at me. I was just looking at his mouth moving, just like. Ugh. And then he went like, "Are you getting stressed?" And I was like, "I'm getting really fucking stressed." He's like, "I can tell." And then he he just said like, "Just keep talking. Like if we just talk over them hmm. to each other, you'll zone that out." And I just couldn't. And then eventually they got up and just went into first class. I thought you just rode in first class. I thought a man of your Not to Manchester. No. It's only an hour. I'm not paying that much. Is it only when you're on flights that you'd normally go first class? I've never done fucking first class on a flight. Matt, I'd love to. It looks fucking baller. Nick's done it. And every time, I say every time, I've flown with Nick once and he was like begging us to go first class. He was like, oh, come on, let's do it. Let's do it. 
And I looked at the price and I was like, are you fucking high? Where was this to go to? Canada. Toronto. We were in Toronto together. Um, so he's done it. I think he's done it before once or twice. Mm. He's done it once. Where you get the fucking little beds and everything. Like, paid for it. And yeah, when we were going to Canada, he said, like, let's do it. So I looked at it and I, and I was like, yeah, cool. I'll have a look at it. I looked at the price and our flights for me and Rasheen were, I think, I want to say 1,000 or 1,200 for both of us. And the first class was, I think, starting at 2,600 for both of us. So over double yeah, for both. And I was just like, and I sent that to him and, and kind of went, well. That's yeah. genuinely better than I thought it was going to be. No, but that wasn't for the beds and the stuff. That was for, because this was a really big plane. <laughs> so okay. you got you got the seats at the back, then you got seats in the middle, which are just comfy big seats. Mm-hmm. And I think you get some free food. Then you've got the pods at the front, the pods with the beds and constant service. They got a double in there, haven't they? With like a TV, a double bed, TV. No, that's like Emirates and shit. Oh, is it? This wasn't that, yeah. Are these the ones where they're like little pod cubicles? Yeah, it's where they're like you can lay down in your pod. Exactly. Cubicle. Yeah. You're, you're in a you're wall. in a chair that can just knock down. Whereas, yes, yeah, so there was a mid class. I think I can't remember what it is. It's like standard something and then business. But anyway, the middle one was 2,600, which was just a big chair. Yeah. Then the pods, I didn't even fucking look at. But I was like, I'm not even paying 2,600 for a pod. I'm guessing they're probably creeping towards 10. Five, I reckon. Yeah? Yeah, I reckon about five grand. For two, for two. It's got to be done somewhere. I've got to do it somewhere. But it has to be like a really long haul flight. Somewhere? Yeah, somewhere. Is that a thing? As in someone in the future. I've never heard that. You've never heard the term someone? Some, no, I've never heard that, honestly. Someone over the oh, rainbow. Yeah, yeah. It's a real fucking term. That's somewhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you fucking idiot. <laughs> I thought you were joking. That's why I went, oh, yeah. Someone is definitely a thing. I'm not saying it's not. I've just never heard it. It sounds very dead. I've never heard someone say someone. No. I'm going to go do that someone. I've never heard someone say that. This is a... Blowing my mind. I thought this was common turn of phrase. I didn't think I was doing anything crazy. No. It's not like the turn. Sorry. This is mental. Anywhere. We're getting off topic with your weird dialect. Weird dialect. But honestly, I could never justify paying that much money for a flight. I'm too fucking tight-fisted. I'm way too frugal. My dad has always taught me. Oh, he always instilled in me, like, the value of money and, like, saving and being frugal and you know putting money aside and stuff like that so wasting it on a fucking flight to me is just mental did your dad go on flights no never he's too disabled yeah killed that joke for you didn't they you did actually (laughs) (laughs) i can see you were lining up for a joke like i was gonna go oh no you're gonna gonna say something stupid he was too disabled it was linked to that because i thought oh if he'd been on a plane and he was in his chair he wouldn't have to give a shit about leg room that's what that's genuinely what i was thinking it was an actual idea that Maybe. No, yeah, he probably could have went on flights at that point when he was wheelchair-bound, but he wasn't wheelchair-bound his whole life. Right, okay. This is a fun topic. Yeah, it's because I was wondering what his frame of reference is for choosing whether to go first class or not. No, but that's not what he instilled in me. He just instilled a general sense of saving and, you know, living within your means and blah, 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 blah. Right, okay. And fuck legroom. Well... I do make some stupid purchases. I've got three grand watch on my wrist and I wear expensive shoes. Do you know what I mean? I I do make stupid purchases, but like a three grand watch on my wrist, I wear every fucking day. It gets its money's worth. Do you know what I mean? Like, Mm. whereas a flight that 
is 12 hours. Like, one of my favorite things is, I, everyone always says it, you get to the same place at the same time. Yeah. There's no fucking difference. I know that. So it's like, why would you pay that much? Because it's the experience of doing it. But the experience of doing it is genuine. It's, it's shit. There's no babies in first class. <laughs> there's no crying kids. There's there's no, no, yeah, there's no crying kids when you've got fucking soundproof earphones as well. There's no person with their elbow trying to fight you for the rest. Trying right. to sit there. That's why you just pick the two seaters. My you? knees aren't up round my ears. Trying to sit there with a tray that crushes me into a tiny little box. We've had this conversation before, right? I think you've been on some fucking shit planes. Maybe. You need to try more planes. Or maybe my legs are just two inches longer than yours, and that's massive. Yeah, but I've, honestly, every long-haul flight I've done, I've done three or four. They've all been comfy. Genuinely. Very comfy. Legroom's been spot on. Every single one's had a fucking TV on the rest in front of me with all the shit to do. Arm Armrest has been great. Me and Machine have always booked to be, because every long-haul flight I've been on has been two, three, two. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, we always yeah. book a two on the on the on the side, so we're not near anyone. We always book an end as well, so there's no one behind us. Do you know what I mean? It's always been great. I've never had an issue. Hmm. Short flights, I've had horrific ones, but they've been an hour. Maybe on your aeroplane thing you were saying earlier, I'm back here in the peasant section. And then there's commercial, first class business, and I'm all the way back here. But I like, I've always been all, all the way back there. Every long haul flight I've done, I've been back there. I've never done I've never paid more. Than, I've never bumped up to anything on a flight because I just don't see the point. I've paid it. I've paid a lot extra to get a good seat. Do you know I mean? I paid like hundred, two hundred pound to be in a good seat there and back. But you get to the same place. So why do you need a good seat? So there's no cunt behind me. So you're paying. To and have so a there's no cunt experience. And there's no cunt next to me. Well, yeah, but, well, yeah, regime. <laughs> <laughs> But you're paying for the, a better experience, a yes, better but, quality of but flight. But I'm living within my means and paying a hundred. I'm not saying I'm going to buy a first class ticket now. No, I'm, I'm saying I never will. I can barely afford to fill up my car. I know. I'm not going to be. All right. Well, first class now. I mean, at some point, I want to. I'm saying I never will because I will. I accept the fact that I will never be be that rich to just be able to throw that away. And reality check. Nor will you. <laughs> Unless you win the fucking what lottery. The actual. Why would you do that? What? You're right, dream killer. Is that your dream? What, if that's rich? It, no. be, right, right. If that's your dream, that's fine. It's not. My dream's not to be rich. My dream's to be happy. No, I mean, if your dream, if you, if one of your little dreams is to fly first class, fucking do it. One of mine was to have a really expensive watch. Do you it's, know what I mean? So it's just it's not a dream either. Yeah. No, I'm just arguing with you for the sake of arguing with you. To be honest, because it nice. brings me a huge amount of joy to see you get upset. I'm not upset. Right. Just fucking angry. Calm down. I know I can see you're upset. Oh, if you fly first class, you're a fucking prick. If I fly first class, I'm going to take so many pictures. I'm going to keep sending to Mate, if you fly flight. first class, I want you to send me videos, everything. Show me everything. Because Nick did, and I fucking loved it. I love living through it, mm. but I just know I could never justify doing it. That's all it is. Simple as that. But if, like for Nick, like he likes... He likes expensive shit. He's bougie. He is bougie. I'm sure you won't mind me saying that. He is a bougie guy. And like, I like to be a little bit bougie, but like, there's certain things where I just go, nah, I can't justify that. Like, things like, things that are short-lived, I can't justify an expense on. If that makes sense. I'm terrible at spending money on myself. 
I find it a lot easier to spend money on the kids and Debs than I do to spend it on myself. I find it so easy to spend money on myself. So fucking easy. Mm. Whereas I find it horrifically hard to spend money on anything else. Like recently, a great example is Cinder is going to the vets a lot. To she's, she's got a heart problem. We don't know what it is yet. It's very stressful. So she's getting that diagnosed and every vet appointment is like 500 quid, 600 quid, 700 quid. Um, we're like 1,500 pound deep so far. Insurance might not be paying it out. Um, we'll figure that out. And every single time, I'm like, oh, it's fucking 500 quid, 600 quid. Fuck's sake, that, that, that goes out my savings. And then the other day, I bought a pair of shoes for 600 quid and was just like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Do you know what I mean? It's, it, I'm, I'm, I find it way too easy to spend money on myself and not even think about it. Whereas when it's on something that isn't for me or isn't a possession, I'm then just like, Ugh. Do you know what I mean? This is my dog's health. And yeah. Obviously, I'm going to pay for it as much as it needs. I'll fucking go skint for it, but I begrudge it. Yeah, plus she's the best one, isn't she? So She is. I say this all the time, and uh, Rasheen gets so offended. You say it at the vets. Go, you know, if you need a donor for anything, this one is perfect. <laughs> yeah. Take Do, whatever you want out yeah. of this one. Do you need a voice box? Because fucking take it. <laughs> Do you reckon you can get that paper in this one? Because... <laughs> give her the two eyes maple just wakes up one day she's only got one eye like what the f- why have you got two and eyes and like <laughs> <laughs> two different colored eyes they have got the same colored eyes but the same colored eyes yeah. but it would be funny if they had separate colored eyes so she could obviously tell i mean she yeah. sees them black and white so she'd have to have <laughs> clear difference in values to be able to see the difference and she only have one eye to see the difference with mm. but also i don't think Still dogs have a concept of stealing Really? So I don't think she would understand that it's her eye in Cinder's head. Well, Cinder didn't steal it. You just moved it. Yeah, true. But I don't think even, I think Maple wouldn't even realise that. She's a fucking idiot. Yeah, she's very self-involved. Yeah. But Cinder is my favourite. Yeah, she's great. Yeah. Cinder is literally my favourite just because she doesn't try to kill other dogs when walking. (laughs) That's it. And she just seems to be having a lot more fun. Yeah, she is. She's a happier dog. But for 1,500 quid's worth of vet bills, she could have bought another. Well, yeah, but that's mm. part of owning a dog. Yeah, it is. got to bite the bullet sometimes and make yourself fucking skint. Yeah. Is what it is. Ozzy's been so low maintenance his whole life. The only time I've ever had to spend money out on him was when that other dog bit him. That's it. Mate, I've spent probably, a with this new recent development i've probably spent about six or seven grand on cinder in total roughly maple maybe 1200 1500 the whole time i've had her the most expensive yeah the most expensive thing she's i've done is getting spared so yeah she's about a fucking six or seven grand dog and she looks like a pound shop dog <laughs> <laughs> she is definitely the wish.com if you ordered a chihuahua. oh yeah yeah <laughs> she'd show up <laughs> yeah the, the fuck, fuck is that yes. It's got one eye. It's got one eye, seven nipples, and scabby ears. <laughs> the fuck is this? She smells like fish, <laughs> but she is playful, so we'll keep her. <laughs> yeah, she seems nice. Yeah, she's not horrible to have a dog, so sure, she's worth keeping about. Yeah, bless her. It's good. I hope she doesn't die. Probably dead by the time this comes out. Who knows? Maybe. Yeah. I think about my dog dying too much. Constantly. In a good way. <laughs> no. Do you sit and wish for it? No, he's like 11 now. So he's he's nearing. Yeah. He's got to be nearing. But he's still got loads of energy. He looks great. Coat's good still. That's Cinder. Cinder's 12 or so. 
And yeah. Yeah, no signs, but she looks fucked. <laughs> <laughs> but she acts fine. She's like yeah. a little puppy running around and shit all the time and she's constantly wag- like wagging her tail and happy as Larry, but she's old and she looks haggard. Mm. But I've noticed she's got a bit slower recently in the last like year or It's so. not nice, is it? It gets sad. Yeah, the walks have started to be a bit more like She's always been, Maple's always been the one sniffing and going ahead. Mm. And she's always been the one that just walks by your side. That's why I like her. Yeah, chill. She doesn't pull. She, do you know what I mean? These are the little things that I'm like, oh, she's great. But she's starting to walk behind now. Oh, right. She can't keep, really slow, can't keep up with my pace. And then obviously Maple's going up in front. So she can't keep up with that either. So yeah, she has got a bit slow. Also, it's more like how well he sleeps after a walk. I don't have to be a long walk, but he'll sleep for a day or two now. All mm. oh, right. Just me. trying to catch up, it seems. He's a lazy fuck, though. Yeah. I'll sleep a lot. I'm not going to lie. I don't walk mine that much. When people say, like, oh, it's a dog's life. It's like, yeah, fucking great, isn't it? Yeah. Food, water, cuddles, lots of sleeping. Yeah. Barking at postman pet. Postman pet. Full loop. That was beautiful. All the way around. Great. I'm going to spend the rest of my day trying to figure out what that is without Googling it. I'm going to Google it and send you it straight away. Say bye. Yeah. Goodbye. Oh.